Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, Janet, and we are streaming live from the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy Studio today. And we are super excited to have Jan McDonald on. She is going to be discussing John Maxwell motivational training. She will tell you all about the details of that. He is a best-selling author, um, popular with leadership type. Uh, groups and books, so you don't want to miss out for this episode. She's also, we're going to really relate it to health because when you think about um, health and wellness type stuff, whether it be exercise or whether it be eating right, it's all about motivation. It's all about what we think in our minds. So that's what Jan is going to help us with today. I'm just super excited to have her on. So Jan, welcome to our show. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate being here so much. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about John Maxwell and how you first heard about him and then what you do now. So um, I first, well, I've been reading John Maxwell books for a long time. Um, in 2014 or 15, I um, that's the first time I met him. I met him in 2015. And I was wondering what to do with my life. You know, I was the CEO of very successful faith-based pregnancy medical centers and was just getting a little, what's the word I'm looking for? I was just getting a little restless and I knew God had something more for me. I just didn't know what it was. And so on my Facebook page popped up the John Maxwell team certification. So I kind of clicked into that and and I got a call from them. I asked them to call me and um, I ended up going down and getting certified and that's when I first met him. And at that international um, Maxwell certification in 2015, I was certified to become an international coach and a leadership consultant. And I just knew that that was exactly what I needed to do with my life from whenever God cut me loose from the CEO job that I was in. So I've been doing doing it now full time. Well, as full time as I want it. Since, <laughs> since 2018, I was able to meet John and and um, all the staff and all the faculty that go with that um, certification. And there's well, now there's 40,000 international Maxwell certified coaches around the world. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Now, this seems like quite a life change. We were talking about a little bit before the show. Um, you know, people seem to get in a rut. Um, maybe, I mean, I, I'm 51 years old, and I know there's people my age that think, well, you know, my, my career is pretty much over. But um, you shared with us your age, and go ahead and tell us, tell the audience what your age is and when you decided to make a career, career change. I'll be 70. I will be 70 in July of this year. And um, when I was 62, I can I had my 62nd birthday, and my board members from where I was the CEO say, so are you going to retire? I'm like, that's not even on my radar screen. I mean, I have so much energy. Retire? What? So I wasn't even thinking of that. So um, 66 was when I jumped out into my new career. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> totally. that's awesome. That's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and Sean, we go way back. I can't remember when I first started using Moses like compounding pharmacy. I mean, it's been forever. 
I mean, maybe 20 years. I'm at least 15, probably. And thank you for that. Yes. And you've been helping me, um, you know, with with COVID, you know, getting over that with the D3. And oh, I mean, that's been that's been a life changer. Well, you know, my husband, he's really hard to talk into, you know, massive vitamins, but uh, he's taking the D3 and he just thinks it's doing wonders for that brain fog. That uh, Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Janet, what questions do you have for Jan? So we've known for a long time, Jan, on the medical side that we have things called placebo effects that, you know, if we believe something is going to work for us, then therefore it will. And if we believe in uh, a certain thing, then, you know, we, we kind of go down those paths. And so motivation is really um, important, I, I think, from the standpoint of healthcare, from um believing that we can get better, that there is healing, that there is uh, another side to the coin besides, you know, going through something. So how would you approach uh, someone today in our mindset of the last couple of years on on getting out of their rut and, and making a healthier change for their, for their lifestyle and, and overall health? That's a big one. Um, so... I'm teaching a class right now called Self-Image Mastery. And um, let me just give you an example. I want you to think about something really, really sad right now. I mean, think about something really sad, like, I don't know, maybe you had a puppy that died or, well, no, let's not go into Ukraine. But think of something really, really sad. And how does that make you feel inside? And then think of something now really, really happy, something that really brings you joy. And how does that make you feel inside? Okay. So I believe that where your focus goes, there your energy flows. And so if I'm focusing on, oh my gosh, this is going to be so awful. This is, and I believe this is going to be bad. That's what you're going to get. It's all back to that law of attraction thing. But if you think this is going to be not a big deal, it's going to be really fun. You're going to have a great time that's what you're going to get. So if you believe as a person, if I believe that, okay, I'm 70, oh man, I'm kind of kind of old right now. And, 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 you know, most 70 year olds, that's what I'm going to get. So we don't get motivated by thinking about it. We get motivated by doing. That's when the motivation comes is within the doing. And, and I'll give you a story. I was training a lady who was, I think she was 68 at the time and she was very weak. And so I was going into her house and teaching her how to lift weights, you know, just from her home. And we did this for two years and um, she had her 70th birthday and I went over to her house and she said, you know, I'm, I'm just going to stop right now. And I was like, why are you going to stop? And you've gotten so much of your health, so much of your strength back. I and mean, you can walk through the zoo with your whole family. Mm -hmm. and, and you weren't able to walk through the zoo before. And she said, well, I'm 70. I've had a really good life. And, and um, my friends think what I'm doing is silly. So she dropped it. She was making huge strides. Huge. I, she could walk further. She could. She was so excited because she could shop forever. And that was one of the things that she loved to do. But she just kind of the mindset shifted when she hit 70. It was like 70 was OK, you're done. 
So does that answer the question like in a roundabout way? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. So I, I just want to speak to that on. So why, what's the motivation behind her friends saying that she's wasting her time? Were her friends her same age? Yeah. I, you know, I think what happens um, is well-meaning people um, make remarks all through our lives. And they don't realize that these remarks really can impact us if we're not strong enough in our self-image. And so when they made those remarks about how stupid that was, she couldn't stand up to that. Or she didn't want to stand up to that. Or she didn't believe she could stand up to that. And so... I, I don't know. I think that that's what happens. Wow. That's a very good point because I think sometimes we don't realize how we feed into other people's lives in negative ways. And sometimes we have to learn to decipher what is a, a good thing or maybe motivate us. Maybe, you know, hey, I don't, I, I think maybe she didn't have the strength, but, you know, she could have flipped it and said, why don't you join me? <laughs> why don't you right. see why this is so good? You know, so, mm -hmm. I mean, there's two yeah. sides to that one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like it, it all starts up here. Yeah. Sure. Well, and just like. Go ahead. Yeah, go, well, just like you were saying, too, with, um, you know, we we, we are it's going to be how we think. And, and I, I know there are people that, I mean, they literally get out of bed in the morning and they think it's going to be a horrible day. And you know what I tell them? You're right. If mm -hmm. you think it's going to be a horrible day, you are right. It's going to be a horrible day. But if you get up and say, this is going to be a great day, then you're also right. So mm -hmm. you have to just learn to train yourself that, you know, to be optimistic and to be positive. Yeah. John Maxwell has um, the third law of the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership is called the law of magnetism. And it's kind of like the law of um, kind of like the kind of like the law of attraction, but it's his version of it. So when I used to do this teaching in the school with um, healthy relationships for the kids, we would ask them what the teenagers, we would ask them what they wanted in their future mate or their future long term relationship. And they would always say, well, we want somebody to be hardworking. We want somebody to be honest and respectful. And then, you know, the girls would always say, we want some guy with a six pack. And, and, <laughs> and, then, and, then, the, and then the guys would say, she's got to be able to cook those kind of things. And so we would ask them, so how do you think you could find a person with these characteristics? And one time I got match.com. That wasn't the answer I wanted, but it was a good answer. And um, they weren't sure. And I said, you become that person. And when you become that person, that's the kind of people that you attract. And so it's just what you said. If you're thinking you're going to have a crummy day, that's exactly what you're going to get in your life. So who you are is who you attract into your life. And if you're 70 or 40 or 50, however old, who do you want to attract in your life? Then that's who you need to become. Yeah, we often talk about that on our podcast, and we call it proximity principle. It's it's nothing original that we made up. It's actually uh, Ken Coleman, who is um, with the Dave Ramsey um, group, and he wrote a book about it called Proximity Principle. And it's just like yeah. we we should hang around people that we want to become. And if you know, I think typically I see when you see negative people. I mean, I don't hang around a lot of negative people, so um, I I don't traditionally see a lot of that, but mm -hmm. um, you see a lot when you do see those people, there's a lot of negativity around them with their group that they're hanging around too. 
you know, yeah. they're not usually optimistic people. So um, we try to stay away from those people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, we talked earlier about, um, I can't, so I just had this thought I wanted to share. So um, my background is drugs and alcohol, and I've recovered from that for over 30 years now. But I, I had a lot of things that I needed to change. And one of the things that I see a lot, I have a lot of people on my Twitter feed that are in recovery or trying to be in recovery. And and, and their thought process is, oh, I just, I, I just, I want to drink. I want to drink. I want, wait, 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 wait. What you focus on grows. What you focus on grows. So you shouldn't be focusing on what you don't want. You should be focusing on who you want to become. And I always say that. I always ask them, is, is that who you want to become a drinker or do you want to become a sober person? I think this all goes with motivation. So if we're thinking about like, oh, lifesaver gummies, those used to be my drug of choice. <laughs> Oceans and rivers of lifesaver gummies. But if I keep thinking about those, it's like even the garden. Look at all the stuff that she had, all the fabulous stuff that she had. And she focused on the one thing she couldn't have. And so what happened? She ate. And so I think when I'm tempted to do something that's not going to make me healthy, like eat a bag you know, a big bag of Lifesaver gummies. I need to s stop thinking about that and think about who I want to become. Am I the person who likes healthy food and sugar is my energy enemy? That's one of my affirmations, you know. So in, to overcome bad healthy habits, you need to think about who you want to become rather than what you don't want to do. And that's what you get. So it's kind of hard to flip that switch sometimes, I think, for individuals. You know, they're so used to that that brain neurotransmitter switch that keeps going down that path. So how do we as individuals say, you know, I'm recognizing I'm going down that rabbit hole? Okay, so this is going to be in my class this Thursday night. We have the ability to choose what we think and our, our reaction or our response so between the amygdala and the neocortex, okay, the the amygdala is the the place in the brain that stores all the memories, that stores, okay, you, I got you got bit by a dog, so you need to be careful around dogs. You know, that's what the amygdala does. And it tells the neocortex what to do. So between stimulus and response, between the amygdala and the neocortex, there is a quarter second lag time. Now, that doesn't seem like much, but do you know how many thoughts go through your head during the day? Yes. Like 60,000 thoughts. They just random go back. To, okay, so you have a quarter second lag time to take that thought captive and choose how you're going to react. I just think that's the most amazing thing God did to our brain. So we don't have to react the way we always reacted. We can choose a new response. Is it hard? Yeah, but we can practice and hold that image of who we want to become and when we hold that image that's how you speak to your self-image your subconscious is through pictures and when you hold that image it makes it easier than rather to focus on the thing that you don't want does that make sense it does it does you know because when i think about i've told this story before um I had a, a girlfriend who fell through a glass shower door when she was in the fifth grade, I believe. And, you know, they told her, you're not going to walk again and all this. And Susie was kind of the person that said, just watch me. 
She never saw herself any other way. Mm -hmm. It was not part of the vision she had. So right. when people said things to her, she was just like, oh, no, just watch me. No, that's not it. You know, and I, I think that really resonates with me that that is what you're saying is that, you know, she never let that vision of not being able to walk or run or, you know, do the things that she wanted to do, you know, hold yeah. her back. She just never was held back. And, you know, maybe that was part of, you know, her parenting or the individual that she is. But, you know, it's always kind of fascinating to me because you have people that once something happens to them like that, it's just over, game over. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So um, do you know Nick Wojcik? I do not. Okay. You need to Google. Everybody needs to Google him. Nick Wojcik was born without limbs. And he is one, he is the most amazing motivational speaker. He travels the world. He's impacted millions and millions of people. And that didn't hold him back. Right. Because of what he believed he could do. And so how we change that is um, if we, if we can't visualize who we want to become, or this is what I, this is what I've coached people to do is to write what you want to become. And so I told you about my, my affirmation was um, I'm a person, person who eats healthy foods and sugar is my energy. And my, why do I say that? It, Cause it is my energy. No, yeah. it's my, yeah, enemy. It's, <laughs> it's my enemy. And so um, about, I, I, I worked on changing this because whenever I would get stuck anywhere, I would go right for something chewy and sugary. And so I kept saying this, saying this and saying this. And then one time I was stuck in my office and I had a deadline and I just, I was having writer's block and I knew there were jelly bellies in the, in the, in the um, multipurpose room. So I headed there, stuck my hand in there and my brain was like, wait a minute, that's not who you are. You're a person who likes only healthy foods. Sugar is your enemy. And my hand came out empty. So it start, it'll work. It starts to work, but you have to put the work in to change your mindset. Well, and once you do that one time, then you realize how powerful that is. So it's probably maybe, maybe not easier the next time to avoid even walking into the building with the jelly bellies in it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that, I was so excited about that, that, um, yeah, that started my change of the change of my relationship with, you know, any kind of sugary stuff like that. And since then, I don't have that much of a pro occasionally, but I'll take that thought captive and nope, that's not who I am. Yeah. It sounds like you've learned to kind of even celebrate the fact that, hey, I don't need that. Oh, that's not, that's not something you, I need. <laughs> I teach everybody to celebrate all wins, no matter how small go in the bathroom and high five yourself. If there's nobody to jump around and happy dance with you, right. uh, the teeniest tiny ones, like you probably work with people who um, really want to change their health. And if they take their vitamins five days in a row, man, they need to be celebrating that because that's a habit that they need to get into. Yeah, for sure. So Jan, tell us, you kind of, after you did the John Maxwell training, you kind of wanted to focus in a certain area. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, I, 
Um, well, at first, you, you just don't know where your niche is. You know, you just kind of anybody who can fog a mirror, man, you're serving. And um, so I found myself coming out of ministry. I found myself doing a lot of secular workshops. I love that. I mean, I really love that. But my goal, um, and this was this started to be my desire when I first sobered up, because when I first sobered up, I was so excited about um, what God was doing in my life. I just wanted everybody to feel that way. And so I would go into churches and I would see people who had the power of the Holy Spirit within, but they somehow weren't tapping into that. They still had, um, they still had drug problems. They still had alcohol problems. They still had, and, and maybe they didn't have big challenges like that, but they were, um, they, they really wanted to do something, but they were afraid they couldn't do it. Or maybe they thought they were too old or they weren't enough or, or they just weren't tapping into that power. And so my tagline is I bring out your best and then some, cause I think everybody has an, and then some, they just don't realize that they have an, and then some, and you know, once you find that, and then some, there's always more, there's always more. Cause that's who we are. So um, my desire was to help Christians back then, and I did for a long time in the jobs I had. But when I came out of that, I, I just kind of got somewhere else. So about six months ago, I thought, you know, I really need to focus on Christian professionals. I just, I just do because I really believe that they have so much more. And I mean, you have the Holy Spirit who lives in with you, who has... There's so much power, so much power, and we just don't use it. And so um, that's what so I started a Facebook group called Breakthrough Leadership Academy, and that is for Christian professionals. If you're not a professional, it's okay. You can join, but it's private, so you have to kind of ask to be invited and answer the questions. And I put a lot of videos and different kinds of things. Yay, there it is. Different kinds of things up there, information up there that is really going to be able to help you with maybe limiting beliefs that might be holding you back or in some area of your life, you might feel like you're stuck and you can't figure it out. There, there are going to be, there's going to be information in there. And of course you can always access me within that um, Breakthrough Leadership Academy. So yeah, yeah. And it's, it's been really fun. It's not as big as I would like it to get, but it's getting there. So. Well, yeah, and that's one of the things that one of the reasons that we have you on is because we wanted to help you know, let people know that there are resources out there um, that can help motivate them. And you are inspiring example to say the least. And I just want to, yeah, you're welcome. And I just want to say thank you for not retiring. Um, you know, I mean, seriously. And I, I think, um, you know, and I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to, but I always do get a little bit into politics sometimes. But um, I've, I've shared this story with probably hundreds of people and, and many of our, I think I've shared it um, publicly on our podcast before, but um, you know, we, we always talk about, not always, but a lot of us talk about retirement, you know, this magic number, 65, 68, whatever the government made up. And quite a few years ago, one of our patients um, who also happened to go to our church, she's a few years older than me and her husband was being asked to retire it was he worked he worked in an industry that they made him retire when he was 55 actually an air traffic controller 
And if you knew this, yeah, right? I mean, I look, I, I think back, and at the time, I was probably 35. And so I was thinking, eh, 55 is not old, but, you know, it's getting there, right? Well, now that I'm 51, I know that 55 is not old. And by the way, at the time, he, I knew him. He was, you know, I still know him. And he, he was in, extremely healthy. I mean, a very healthy 55-year-old, right? And so he was being made to retire. And she said, um, I said, so what's he going to do with all this time? She said, hey, look, I told him, I said, he's not going to sit around and do nothing. Of course, he never would. He never yeah. would have. Yeah. Then she told me, she says, you know, retirement is not biblical. She said, when you look at what, how God designed us, you look, read Genesis, you know, he gave, you know, God gave the animals and the um, earth to Adam to take care of. Um, mm -hmm. He was never meant to do nothing. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the word retirement, it's literally, Jan, it's a little over a century old. It was in the early 1900s when people started mm -hmm. talking about retirement. And largely, it was, in my opinion, it was a word created by governments, progressive governments, so they could plan a system where you would pay into it, i.e. Social Security. And, and the United States was not the first one. It was European countries Whoa. where you'll pay into a system and then you'll have money when you retire. We'll take care of you when you retire. And that's not, that's not biblical at all. And when you look at, you know, even my, great, my grandparents or great-grandparents, especially in an agriculture-type community, they ne farmers never retired. A hundred years ago, farmers never retired. They might not be working as hard when they were 80 as yeah. they did when they were 30. But Janet has an uncle. He's still, he's, he's like 90. He still drives combine in the summer and he still goes on works in the farm. Does yeah. he work as hard? Probably not, but mm -hmm. he's happy doing it. And we, we look at, we look at our lives and we say, I can't wait till I turn 65. I have friends in the pharmacy profession. And they've got their days numbered when they can retire. And they ask me, it's like, Sean, when are you going to retire? I'm like, dude, I'm never going to retire. I love what I'm doing. I don't think retirement is biblical. I'm going to keep doing it forever. I love helping people. And we're meant to be productive in society. We are really meant to do that. So sorry, I went kind of on a tangent, but you're inspiring that you changed your career in your late 60s. And here you are in your 70s coaching people on, on motivation. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think that God has given us things to steward and one of them is right here, the body. Yeah. And I think that I need to steward that well. Okay. So I'm a hopeless addict when it comes to working out and when it comes to hiking. Yes. But it just gives me so much more energy. I have so much more to offer because I take care of myself. I can do I can do anything with my kids. You know, my son has a boat and he doesn't have a ladder to get back up on the boat when you're out there water skiing. And so it's tricep work, Rand, to get back up on that boat. <laughs> and I was in that boat yourself. with another mom um, who was quite a bit younger than me. And they had to drag her up on the back because she couldn't do it. I was like, well, but that's who I am. I'm good. Well, it's inspirational. I, you know, and so I say, like I say, thank you. And you, you were, you're right. There's no reason we really shouldn't be healthy when we're 70 years old. Right. Um, we should take care of our bodies like they're made to take care of, eat right, exercise, move, um, sleep right. And we can have healthy bodies when we're 70s. I know our, our traditional medical system does not want people to believe that, but that's mm -hmm. just absolutely 
That's just absolutely not true. We can be healthy when we're 70, really healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a gal texting me last week and she's 74 years old and I have water skied with her and she is a literally a world champion water skier. Um, amazing. I, I will never be as good as her. Um, and, and the last part of her text was she's in Arizona right now and she was asking me some health questions about her cholesterol and stuff because she saw one of our podcasts on cholesterol. And I mean, I, I, it doesn't, I, I told her, I said, you know, it doesn't really, her cholesterol numbers are great, by the way. Um, she just needed some confirmation. But um, that's not what the medical doctor said. They said that she has high cholesterol. I'm like, look, you know, look at you. I mean, anybody can tell you're, you're healthy. You don't need some lab test to say that. And at the end of her text, she said, um, oh, just to let you know, I'm down here in Arizona, and um, I just won the pickleball championship yesterday. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> yeah, right. And I just, I wasn't surprised. I'm like, nah, I'm not surprised that you did that. So, you know, where some people when they're 74 years old, they're, you know, they're limping around, they're using a walker, they're going to, you know, healthcare appointments every day. And you know what? I think largely that's self-induced. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. If we have the right mindset, like you talk about, mm -hmm. um, you know, and we take care of our bodies, there's no reason that we can't be super healthy um, right. into our 70s. I told you know, I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I know you agree. And, Look and at my, you. my cholesterol is a little bit up. And my doc was like, well, we can medicate that. I'm like, nope. Uh, yep. I'm nope. going to take the sugar and I'm <laughs> going to take the carbs out and you watch that thing plummet. And my guess is, Jan, your HDL, your good cholesterol yes. is, is really good. It's high. Yes. Yep. And my guess is your triglycerides are really low. Um, I can't remember. remember, but yeah. I just wasn't going to take the medication. It's just, that's not me. Yeah. You know, I'll fix right. it by what goes into my body. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think you made, I think you made the right choice. So, yeah. so, so Jan, as we wipe this, as we wind this podcast up, um, what is something you have a passion for? I have a passion for setting people free from limiting beliefs, obviously. You know, I mean, if there's something that you think you can't do or something that is holding you back from reaching your full potential and especially all that you can be in Christ, oh, that's my desire is to is to help people with that. And I love to do that through individual coaching or I have classes that I run online. Like I said, I'm doing one right now called Self-Image Mastery. And that's a group coaching class where I teach a little bit and then we share and I teach a little bit. So that's my and And then also for organizations who may not think leadership development is important. Oh, let me change your mind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So those are my, absolutely. Those are my two awesome. Love it. So, Jan, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to reach out to you? Um, I would say probably Facebook. Or Jan at jan-mcdonald.com. That's my email. Awesome. Awesome. Oh. And there's your personal Facebook page. So I so appreciate Yeah, there you are. I so appreciate you being on today, Jan. You are definitely an inspiration. And you have realized our goal at Health Solutions. With, uh, and the goal is, is to educate and empower individuals to take charge of their own health. And I think you have, have helped um, inspire that. So thank you so much, Jan, for being on. And um, our podcast Thursday, our midweek podcast, uh, Do Not Miss Out. Um, Rob Wolf will be on. We've had him on before. And he's going to be talking about circadian rhythm. 
but also about circadian rhythm and, and how eating and how sleep and how um, exercise around the circadian rhythm is so important with our health. But we're also going to talk about his most recent experience on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was interviewed with um, about, regarding his book, Sacred Cow, on the Joe Rogan podcast. So we're going to be talking about mm. that because we'll be talking about um, fake meat also. There's a big push towards fake meat, and it's just what it is. It's fake meat. Uh, don't eat it. If it doesn't rot, don't eat it. We say that often. So you don't want to miss out for Rob Wolf. Uh, we'll be streaming live 8 to 9 a.m. My personal Facebook page, Sean Needham's Facebook page, and the Mosley Professional Pharmacy Facebook page, and the Mosley Professional Pharmacy YouTube site. So don't miss out. Um, Jan, Thank you for being on. Listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. Health Solutions with Sean. You're welcome. Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you for listening.